Warm intros run the world. It's how humans translate trust with each other. If you want to break into a network, get someone from that network to vouch for you, and getting in is much easier. With that said, I don't know how this has happened, but in 2023, getting a warm intro has never been harder. There are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people aiming to get into very exclusive networks, and the warm intro model isn't effective anymore. There's too much noise for the signal. So if you are a professional, if you're someone that wants to expand your network, what is someone to do? Well, you could spend your time cold emailing, sending LinkedIn emails, and hoping one of 100 people replies to get you a coffee meeting that leads nowhere, or you could do something different. And today's episode is sponsored by SeedScout, which allows you to do something different. SeedScout is a platform that allows you to request introductions to other people on the network with a click of a button. No more sending long emails, no more sending, doing all this research, right? It's simple. You send an intro request. If they want to meet you, they accept, and you're instantly introduced. SeedScout is an alternative way to expand your network that gives someone more context than a cold email, but it's faster to achieve than that warm introduction. So if you are a sick of spending hours, days, weeks, months, even years trying to break into new networks and you just want to try something new, I would check out seedscout.com, S-E-E-D, scout.com. Let's get into today's episode and thanks for listening. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Alex Edquist, who's a co-founder of Good Agriculture. Welcome to the show. How's it going? It's good. Beautiful day here in Atlanta. Glad to be on the podcast with you. Yeah, excited to have you on. It's also, we're, we're this phase in Phoenix where it's, it's not too hot, not too cold. We'll be here for another like week and then it's going to be too hot. So I'm, I'm savoring the time for sure. But we're not I here talking about- Phoenix last year. Okay. Okay. That was a nice yeah, little it's... 110 weather. Yeah, it, it it can get up there. Um, but the th- I'm born and raised, so I'm 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 like I'm I'm used to it, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Regardless, you know, we're not here talking about about weather, you know, Atlanta, Phoenix. We're talking about startups and what you're working on. So my question for you to get us going is, what are you working on? What is good agriculture? Yeah, so I'm gonna just make the assumption that most folks in the audience are not familiar with the concept of regenerative agriculture. So I'm just going to give a quick overview on that, if that's all right. So it's this actually very old method of farming where the farmer cultivates the whole ecosystem instead of one or two cash crops. And they integrate things like pollinator gardens, forest breaks, livestock, um, with the intent of building up soil and leaving the farmland better off over time. And so sure that sounds cool, but why is that needed? So actually the way we farm today 
is losing topsoil at a crazy rate. So if we don't change the way we farm, we'll be out of farmland in 60 years. Um, and so Regenerator has a ton of other benefits. It helps reverse climate change. It helps reduce pollution. Uh, but it also can make the farmer more money because if your ecosystem's healthier, you need less fertilizer, pesticides, stuff that costs a lot of money. Um, and so you might think, well, obviously everyone should be farming this way. And I would agree with you. Lots of other people would agree with you. The government and investors and food brands are all investing billions of dollars trying to get farmers to transition to regenerative. But what happens is regenerative is hard. It requires the farmer to do more things. They have to manage more species. They have to do more testing. They have to look at more data. And farmers are also running their farm businesses. So anyone who's a startup founder kind of knows how this feels like you have to do not just the farming, but all of the you know financial management, the marketing, the sales, the logistics, the legal compliance, the hiring, and it's just a lot. So what happens is these farmers can't access the resources to transition their land to regenerative, or even if they do try to make the transition to regenerative, they get stuck at this subscale level of production, and most of them either go out of business or just don't grow. So that's the problem we're tackling. So what good agriculture does is we are the corporate back office for regenerative farmers. So they do the farming, we do all that business back office stuff, we both do what we're good at, and that enables the farmers to have the time to actually grow their farms and at stay in business. That's awesome. Um, I'm curious, you know, now that we're we understand about the problem and now how you're solving the problem, I'm curious, like walk me through if I was a a farmer or one of your, your like ideal customers, walk me through like what I can do with your product or what like the user experience is for someone that engages with your brand or or what you've built. Yeah, so we try to make it as easy as possible. So think about like if you work at a company, you basically don't spend any time thinking about is payroll going to get run or like when are we filing taxes or, you know, any of those kinds of things that aren't core to your job. And so we want to do the same thing for the farmers. So they sign up with us and we kind of do all that back office stuff with as little input from possible as them. Sometimes we have questions like, hey, in your QuickBooks, I see you wrote this check. What was it for? Um, and then we share back insights of like, hey, here are like the five things you need to know about your farm's financials from the last month. And here's, you know, some ideas we have from you on how you can improve your profitability based off of, you know, what we've seen from other farmers who look like you. So the idea is it, it is a tech product, but we built enough services into it that it's less the farmer is using this cool tech product and more they're working with us. We're doing the work for them. And we are the ones who are tech enabled. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm curious, like, there's a million things anyone can work on in startups. You know, you decided to work on this. I'm curious, what's the origin of the story? And like, why did you decide to work on, on this problem and build this solution? Yeah. So I've been a customer of regenerative farms for like a decade. And so I'd, I'd always known about the environmental benefits, the health benefits. So another fun fact about regenerative farms is the food they produce is actually more nutrient dense. So like a regenerative blueberry has eight times as many antioxidants in it as a regular blueberry. Um, and then when I was leaving my last role and I was thinking about like, where can I make a lot of impact with the next phase of my career? There was also academic research coming out about how the regenerative farms could be more profitable and basically measuring, you know, how much they're spending on, you know, chemicals and fuel and their savings there, but they're spending more on farm labor because regenerative is harder, but that shakes out in the farmer's favor. And 
when I saw that, I was like, this is stupid. Everyone should be farming this way. There's something stopping this transition. And basically just went to, you know, 20 farmers markets and talked to hundreds of farmers like, hey, why is this hard? Why don't more people do this? Um, and that's also where I met my co-founder, who is a regenerative farmer, who had kind of the same thought process I did. Um, and basically the answer we got from the farmers is everything is hard. I have to do everything myself. And like, I'm just not good at everything because no one's good at everything. Um, and that's kind of where it started. I'm curious, as you're building this out, like what does an average day look like for you? Uh, of course, no day is average, but if you have to pick your most average day, what are you spending your time on? Yeah, so it's probably a third just general, you know, business admin stuff that early stage founders have to deal with as far as like legal and accounting and all that fun stuff. Uh, and then it's another third sales. So talking to farmers, talking to potential partners, um, working on grant applications, things like that. And then the last third, um, I also run our financial services product at the moment. So it's about a third just executing for our farmers that we help with on their financials. And I'm curious, you know, if you were to look out into the future, um, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, what do you see as the big vision here? In other words, like what direction are you rowing in as you build out the company? Yeah, we're trying to build a farmer-owned franchise network. So think McDonald's restaurants, but they're small regenerative farms. So if you wanted to start a new farm, you could come to us and we'd say, like, okay, we've got land, you can buy it. Um, or if you can't afford it, like we'll buy it and you can rent it from us and you run the farming operations and figure out that side and we're, we're going to take care of the rest of it for you. Um, and then in addition to making it easier for the farmer, it also de-risks the personal risk from starting a farm on the farmer because we'll be able to pay a little bit of a salary, provide the health care benefits. And then the network can kind of self-insure itself where if your farm gets hit by a tornado and you lose your crop for the year, you know, in today's world, you'd be screwed. Um, but it, under this system, like as long as the rest of the network does well, you get to survive to farm another year. And in order to make that happen and bring it to life, you'll need some help, right? I mean, it takes a village to make a startup scale. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, raising money, looking for customers, more farmers? You know, how can we assist here? Yeah. So of course, like most startups, we are raising money. Um, we are in a kind of pre-seed round. So if you know mission-focused investors who are interested in this space would love to be connected. And then everyone else, do you know, we would just, we would love your food dollars. Kind of think about what kind of agriculture system are you supporting? Um, and can you, you know, buy from a local farmer? Can you buy organic? Can you buy, you know, the few products out there that are certified regenerative? And if you want help looking for regenerative food in your area, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd be happy to connect you with some great farmers in your area. Awesome. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more or get in touch for, for any of those reasons, um, how can they find you? Do you have a website, social media, email address? How can someone connect? Yeah. So we are goodagriculture.com. And uh, one of our accomplishments from last month is we were actually like SEO now. Uh, so we actually show up on Google when you type in good agriculture, whereas before it's just like you know, articles about good agricultural practices. Um, I'm also easy to find on LinkedIn because uh, I have a weird last name. So just look for Alex Edquist, E-D-Q-U-I-S-T, and you'll probably find me pretty easily. So happy to connect there. And my email address is alex at goodagriculture.com. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And best of luck building this out. Yeah, thanks, Matt.